and welcome to another edition of Through the Tongues podcast as we take an in-depth look at the lower leagues of Scottish football. Thanks for joining us for this championship edition uh, as we take a look back at the predictions we made at the start of the season in terms of league position and see how accurate we've been and how each team's faring thus far. Before we get into the meat and drink of the episode, again, if you could do us a massive favour if you're watching on YouTube and like this video and subscribe to the channel, that would be massively appreciated. Joined as always by Muzz and James. How are you, gents? Good, I. Yeah, good, thank you. you, you look it. Um, so as always, feel free to get in touch with us via the, the usual kind of platforms, the comment section on YouTube. You can search for us on Twitter, at Turnstiles there, and we're also relatively active in Pi and Bovril. You can, if you prefer listening, you can also get us on Spotify now by searching at Through the Turnstiles podcast. So what we're doing is we're keeping the faith with the three smaller episodes. Um, the feedback from you guys was great regarding that. I think the consensus is that you prefer... Smaller episodes, one per division, as opposed to one longer episode. So this one's championship-based. If you've got the time and you've enjoyed this one, then please check out our League 1 and League 2 videos and see what you think of them as well. So before we look at the predictions, Muzz, one thing that's gained a lot of momentum and conversation seems to be your journeyman spots of the week. Um, I think they're in the miscellaneous section of Pie and Bovril, aren't they? And they can also be found in the championship forum for anyone that wants to um, add, add any to that. Yeah, um, they're in both uh, both forums. The, there's been a great great response, um, some fantastic shouts coming in. I'm just going to share a, a few um, this week. Um, Aidan got in touch to say, uh, for journeyman spot of the week, he's not sure if he can be considered a journeyman as such, but he once spotted Aaron Taylor Sinclair eating alone at the Tesco Cafe in Montrose. I didn't so, know Montreal's had a Tesco, so that's a yeah, information as well. I, I want to know why he was alone, what he was eating. And yeah, was it was it a quick bacon butty after his big shop, or was he going there for a for a meal? Maybe he had a power cut in his house. Interesting and to know this. Maybe he was courting someone that has an affinity for Tesco value meals, just ready made right in front of you, or that you works in a Tesco cafe. You don't go for a date in a Tesco cafe, do you? Well, I don't. Aaron Taylor Sinclair, on the other hand, might. Limited options in Montrose, maybe. So, uh-huh. are you having him as a journeyman, man? Makes yeah, I checked. I, I checked out his career. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight clubs he's appeared for: uh, Montrose, Partick Thistle, Wigan, Doncaster, Plymouth, Motherwell, Crew, Livingston. So, from Plymouth to Montrose, he's basically covered the country. So that is the country of. The United Kingdom. A lot of potential Tesco's so team as well in that journey. I think he'll have, he'll have upgraded, you know. I think that Wigan will have coincided with a, a move to Waitrose, perhaps. don't know if Waitrose have a cafe. Certainly eating at the Tony Mac these days, living up in Livingston. I bet, yeah. he's, a, I bet he's been a right service station trooper as well, up and down the road when he's been down, down in England. If anyone's seen the inside of more little chefs, in the professional football league, I'll eat my Christmas jumper, Christmas dinner at Little Chef. <laughs> so, uh, was that Aidan that got in touch there, Matt? That was Aidan, yeah, Montrose fan, as I Aiden, say. If you're watching slash listening, if you could let us know what he was eating, if you were close enough, and also the time of day, because I think that would give us an insight into his, his agenda. They do a decent fry up in there for a reasonable price, actually. So, yeah. Um. Pirates for life, um, obviously, 
Dunfermline fan. Um, he got in touch to say, I used to semi-regularly, whatever that is, see Ryan Williamson waiting at Dunfermline bus station. So that's... Buzz, you've again, wanted Dunfermline in the past. How is the bus station? Um, bus station? Busy. Busy. Um, takes you to all, uh, all four corners of Fife. Uh, as bus stations the kingdom, tend to do, but the, the kingdom. It's, uh, aye, there's, it's there's bus stations that uh, as bus stations go, that's it's one of the one of the busy ones. Brief <laughs> enough, I've heard the best thing about Dunfermline is the road out of it, so that'll be a well a well frequented bus station. <laughs> I wonder where he was going. Um, if he's if he's been spotted there semi regularly, which I'm gonna take a punt at as maybe once every second day. Um, that kind of ties in maybe with, with training. I think it's important to know what he was wearing because if he's been recognised purely for his Dunfermline regalia, then it's been training, isn't it? But if, uh, although somebody with the handle was at Pars for Life, you'd expect to recognise Ryan Williamson in his civvies. So it'd be interesting mm. to see. Indeed. And um, gives a third one then for the hat trick. Uh, last one I'll share just now was um, from his. Uh, Name is on Pine Bovril's handle, if you will, is Rob B93. Uh, Dundee fan who got in touch to say Simon Murray was in my house once to fix my shower whilst a plumber at Arbroath. Didn't even realise who it was until I went to Arbroath v Montrose about a month later and thought that so and so was in my bathroom the other week. He goes on to add the shower was not fixed. I'm, I'm intrigued as to why a Dundee fan was at a Brophman chose. Uh, possibly Dundee weren't playing that day or something. It's uh, we talked about the proximity, surprising proximity between the two places. If uh, if there's no game in Dundee, he's not going to go to Tanadice. Uh, so I would I would nipple on Arbroath. I'd nipple on a Gayfield if uh, if I wasn't and doing much. My follow up is why did he not check the shower before Simon left? Yeah. Um, why is it not fixed? What's has Simon had to down tools? Uh, was he late for kickoff? Um, yeah, I, I would. Did he make the, payment to Simon as well? I'd be intrigued to know, given that his shower wasn't working. Yeah, did he come back, or did the company have to send someone else out to 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 fix it? There's so many questions. Um, I'm not sure Murray strikes me as a cowboy. You know that. I don't no, know if I he. Think he'd, he'd be a, the way he plays, kind of wholehearted and. Uh, I, I think he'd see the job through, though, although he's got that aggressive side. So I wonder if he's just kind of lost the head and, and just kind of broken the show more. <laughs> or maybe he's just not, he wasn't that experienced as a plumber um, because he's maybe obviously. He didn't care. I at, think he was at, if we are both, he's going to be what, teens, 20, early 20s, maybe? Yeah, he'll be 28 um, now, so yeah. yeah. Do we think he's just, just popped the panel off, done a wee bit of wiggling the wires and going, hey, jobs are good and see you later? I think he'd be he'd be genuinely disheartened if he knew out there somewhere that he's done a bad job on someone's shower. Please continue to get in touch with any uh, more gentlemen sports, like I say, usual uh, channels, comments on YouTube, Twitter, Hi and Bovril, uh, be much appreciated. So we now go marching into our championship predictions, which for me, the less talked about, the better. So what we'll do yeah, is we'll just, well. we'll just pull up our, our predictions just now. Uh, what you'll see, left-hand side table is as the table currently is and the number of points each team have. You've then got myself, uh, James and Muzzy's predictions. Teams in bold, highlighted in bold, uh, are in their correct... We've predicted the position they're, they're currently in. Numbers in red means the team are that number of positions below where we predicted them to be. 
Green is the team is that number of positions higher. So starting at the bottom, because I don't want to talk about my predictions at the top. Maz and James, you were doing so well till I got that great victory against Inverness at the weekend. I'm not sure what they were thinking, to be honest. They've obviously yes. known we were doing the predictions and thought, let's, let's prove James and Maz wrong. So, obviously, they were on four points going into the, into the weekend. Great win for them, Maz, mm. against Inverness. So we've been, we've been um, praising Inverness in recent weeks. Yeah, brilliant win for, for Aloha. Um, uh, the, the goal, I think, was... I mean, it was an f- absolutely brilliant ball from, I think it was Cammy O'Donnell into Thompson. But Mark Ridgers has has uh, come a, a week after I've sat and praised him for how you know what a safe pair of hands he is. Yeah. Solid, you know, solid between the sticks. All the goalkeeping cliches. He's let that that shot squirm in. Um, so I was actually at the without game, that you're yeah. lo- you're looking at a draw be- maybe because um, the, the, the stats were pretty even. Albeit I'll have won the game, but it's been an absolute world class free kick and also a, an uncharacteristic. Error by by Ridgers. So, looking at your predictions, there, Muzz, you'd had Alwa bottom, uh, and then Morton, who have confounded us all. They're in the third. Yeah, I think that's that that's joint kind of the furthest off that the three of us are um, at the moment. The the Morton, I think six places is the is the highest. Yeah, when I'm just, I'm just we're going to come onto that for me later on. But. I had to sort of double take when I heard on the radio that 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 when I put Morton up to third because that's how kind of tight that the league is at the moment. That two quick wins can can really propel propel you up the league. Had they not, you know, won those two games, they would have been right back down in sort of eighth place, ninth place. We all backed them kind of on area, Morton so. victory right enough in our predictions. Yeah, I, I, looking back, it's it's a bit of a. I do kind of question myself a wee bit with with uh, placing them second bottom, um, even even with even with the squad they got. I think I kind of a bit of my logic was I was worried about the, the goalkeeping situation, which is still oh, not addressed yet. Yeah. <laughs> and um, but I, I I don't think I should have pinned it all on that. I don't think I did pin it all on that, but uh, just question the, the squad depth a wee bit, and mm-hmm. I just fancied and just like James had the inkling with Steny, I just fancied. You know, a good club to maybe have just a bit of a an mm-hmm. off season. And talking of second bottom and bad predictions, James, we both had a bit of a nightmare with Rovers, haven't we? Aye, I'm not. I'm still not sure how they're doing what they're doing. To be honest, um, it is sort of the week where anything can happen, to anyone. But they're—I don't know if it's early to call them the success story because if you're a Wraith fan, you're maybe sitting thinking. Actually, of course, we're going to be in this position. And to be fair, Muzz will be sitting there thinking, I, me too, because you've predicted them fourth. But for me, it's one of the ones where you can see why all the other teams really are where they are. But mm-hmm. Wraith are obviously going above and beyond their expectations. And the flip side of that, though, Dundee are probably below their expectations. But I'm still somewhat astounded. Um, and I think, to be fair, I'd, I had more ambition, more hope for Queen of the South, which... Obviously, meant Wraith needed to go somewhere, so I left that ninth position over. But it wasn't like I was sitting greeting, going, "Oh no, Wraith are going to be so much better." Like, I I don't understand, frankly. Mm-hmm. You've seen them live, though, am I right? 
Uh, have I seen Rage Rovers live? Yes. Yes. yes, 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 yes. They're, they're looking good, Muzz. You, you back them every week, don't you? You, you, you love them. Um, I like them, but what, what's un, unusual, I think, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Muzz, is what you usually see when teams step up is there's a, a group of players and you think, oh, they, a couple of them could kind of step up, but a couple of them will maybe drop away and maybe be found out at going up a level. So you look at Wraith, you look at like, say, uh, Spencer, Matthews, Tate, Hendry, for example, that, that midfield prior to the season start, and you're maybe thinking oh, a couple of them could step up, but a couple of them are kind of worried about it. But all four have, have handled the step up with relative ease, haven't they? Which is rare. Yeah, I, I actually didn't have any concerns that they would step up because they're young, talented players um, who I, I just didn't. I think the, the difference between the Championship and League One the, and the standard. Um, that Wraith were playing at it was it was a fine margin and I didn't think there'd be too much difference. Such such was the way they were dominating teams, getting on top of the teams and and the aggressiveness and um, kind of attacking prowess they were showing. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought at Championship standard if they keep playing like that, um, you know Championship teams will struggle with that um, direct kind of attacking play. Um, you know having sometimes ten outfield players and, and people's last thirds you know if you play like that I think at that level you're going to you're going to cause a lot of problems yeah you, you we talked we talk about that they could light in a lot as well playing like that against better strike forces but you know again they've proved they've proved people wrong with that as well they've not conceded that many goals yeah they have um, they've only conceded just seven, seven I think yeah so, I so think... they're just kind of Across the board, they're doing everything right, and yeah, I did predict them. I have got my prediction bang on, but this is as low as they've been, by the way, um, mm-hmm. all season since mm-hmm. the start of the league. They've been second uh, in the first a couple of times, third, and this is the first time they've been in fourth. So, From something uh, that did surprise me a wee bit is they've got four players all tied on three goals, so they're not like when I say it, it's a surprise why they are where they are. There's you know there's obviously. Uh, a fair backing and and Muzz has summed up in terms of their their attacking prowess. They've got nobody in the top assists, but four players on three goals. So they have some individual talent, obviously, that go and get in your face and go and just get in about you. So either there is something to it, I think. I think and and from having watched and taken some notes from the preview video, uh, my concerns over Wraith were their back four, which has been unfounded because, like Muzz says, they've only conceded seven. I think the least conceded, the team that's conceded the least hearts was six. I think an AR have maybe conceded seven as well. But then I also said they've signed players from, quote, I think this was me almost, well, they've signed players from Hayes and Yed and St Albans and Ebbsfleet. And I then said I'd be surprised if, you know, one of them might be a player, but I'd be surprised if all three of them were. But to be fair, two of them have. Uh, we've not seen much... Uh, is it Uglu from Ebsfleet, but Mazduku and Misonda from Hayes and Yedin and St Albans, respectively, they're both kicking on, aren't they? Yeah, they're both kicking on well, and they're both they both chipped in with a, a couple of goals. And James has mentioned the the goal scoring stats and the the presence of Wraith players in in the goal scoring table. It shows that they've got goals right throughout the team as well. That they, they're just mm-hmm. in all areas of the pitch, they're they're performing. And yeah, you could say they're punching above their weight. Um, but I don't think they'll. I don't have any concerns for them. I don't think they're. You know, they're. You know how you could say, in League One, Cove have kind of hit, hit the skids a wee bit, and mm-hmm. the the kind of 
honeymoon period from getting promoted has kind of come to an end. Yeah, I just don't see the same happening with Wraith. Um, they, yeah, they might not. They might not. They might drop out of playoffs at worst. I think. Well, we're, what we're going to do at the end of January is revisit or redo the predictions based on the transfer windows. But before, kind of just off the cuff here, Mud, you've got them in fourth. They are fourth. Do you see them maintaining it, given that Air are leveling points, Cali Thistle are a point behind them, and Dundee are two behind? Yeah, I, I, I can't see, like I've just said, um, I can't see them. January's going to be massive for Wraith, probably oh. more than most, isn't it? Given yeah, maybe not. Maybe not much for them, but for them, but the teams around them. If the teams around them strengthen, do you think they're at risk of losing one or two? Um, and as soon as January, I don't know. Um, Injury's got a good reputation. I think their younger players are maybe more long-term targets for for bigger clubs mm-hmm. who've been maybe monitoring them over the course of you know the last few years, months, yeah. if anything. And I don't know if anybody's going to move for them in January as a, a you know young players like that. I don't know if people are going to move for them in January. It's like a somebody they need in ah, to make now, an instant to, impact to, yeah. to make an instant impact and change the team's fortunes. I don't think I, I don't think they'll lose too many people in, in in January. They might get a couple that will sign pre-contracts like Bowie did with Fulham, but mm-hmm. um, I think they'll see out the season with. They tied with the it up squad. not long ago, didn't they? Uh, they got yeah. him a long. I think yeah. they got an extension, didn't they? So kind of coincidentally, James, we all had our growth to be. Seventh, um, and obviously they're ninth now, a point clear at bottom. Um, huge one for them against Air on Saturday, which I don't think any of us predicted. No, and I think that's that's just their both way. And um, for them and Morton, I find it quite difficult because they just do just do their job really. Are both Morton and at the start well, of the season, they've not been doing had, their job both because they've been struggling, haven't they? Why? But with Queen the South and things are teams that I find quite difficult that they should be going out and just getting about what they do. But like you said, we've got them predicted higher up, but they're not positionally. Obviously, points wise, if you're looking at who is sitting in seventh, they're quite a way off it. But positionally, they're no miles off where we were going to have them. Um, no. Similarly, as I was going to say, Queen of South, Wraith Rovers, they are a team that I would not have had in the top six. So for me, they're quite a difficult team to predict what they're going to do. Um, it is a surprise, I would say, that they're as low as ninth, but then you're looking at Aloha having beaten Inverness there, and, you know, it's all it's all we play for down at that bottom end of the table, for me, really. No, so. definitely, definitely. Um, and obviously, Muzz, you're another one. You had Queen of the South. You and James actually both had them eighth. I had them bottom. They've been disappointing, haven't they? Yeah, they've been poor, especially defensively, I think. Um there's, there's not much we talked about to death about the, the lack of depth in their squad. Um, so January could be a time where uh, money's going to be tight. Obviously, but it, it would be a time where they they would could do a lot worse than making a making a move in the transfer market and just strengthening that squad because you know the strongest eleven on paper is okay and and um, it looks as if like Bobby's a, done a hammy though, doesn't it? I think he went off injured on Saturday. Right. Well, is, he has he been actually adding to their cause that much this season? I, d- I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but they certainly, need, point, yeah. they, they certainly need to to strengthen because for so long they've they've relied so heavily on on his goals, and now that they've well, for the moment they've dried up a bit. And as you say, if he's if he's if he's going to be out for some amount of time, 
I think you wonder no. if, if they've took a wee gamble, Muzzin. Obviously, they got money for Dykes or Selling uh, when he went to Queen's Park Rangers. Obviously, with COVID, teams are struggling, so you wonder if obviously the money's gone towards that. But you also wonder if they've maybe kept a wee bit and thought, you know, we maybe might not need to spend this if we'd have a decent season championship and that money's saved in the bank. And but now, if they've got anything saved, they need to go and give it to Alan Johnson, don't they, to, to get something in or somebody in to help them. Yeah, like you say, it's possible that that money's just been been um, hoovered up in the covering costs for because mm-hmm. of the COVID situation. Uh, you know, the signing of likes of Gregor Buchanan shows that they can obviously attract players of, of good calibre. Buchanan, like you say, is a good player I've brought in, but are they losing attractiveness as every week passes as they get rooted to the bottom of the table? Yeah, obviously, if they're... Um, if they're toiling at the bottom of the table, um, they're not going to, yeah, you're, you're not going to be able to attract the, as players as easily as, as you would be if you're riding high. But um, I think like players who need game time um, aren't mm-hmm. going to really, aren't really going to see it like that. And if anything, you'd like to think they would see it as a, as a challenge, as something to spur them on to go in and, and make that impact. We we and, don't and get, usually get them off the table. We don't usually speak about managers, obviously, aren't being under pressure or anything like it's not. It's not our job to kind of pile pressure on. But what we did say a couple of weeks ago was obviously Dick Campbell won't be under much pressure at Arbroath. Same with Young at East Five. But is Alan Johnson under pressure? There's room there to an extent for him to be under a bit of pressure, but it's not. It's maybe not warranted, and it's maybe not like complete panic stations because I don't know what you're hoping for if you're a. Queen of the South fan, obviously not relegation. If you're the board, if you're a fan, if you're the manager of the players, you're we not hoping to be relegated. But we spoke to a few didn't we, in Pine Bobrell and they, well, they were well, I was optimistic. Going to, I was going to touch on that because you've mentioned before that they don't have that depth. And the suggestion was, well, why would anyone have a first team player sitting on the bench that's going to somebody better than the team start the game? Playing. And absolutely correct, because um for a long time the theory in football is that you always play your best 11 and I know in some sports you've got players that will come on and finish or whatever meet whatever role etc but in football if your best 11 fit you play your best 11 100% but do you look to the bench then and say actually who's going to come on who's going to come on sorry and influence this game and Queen of South don't really have that mm-hmm. and I think what will be concerning for them maybe more than other teams is they don't seem to have like a, a production line of players ready and waiting should something happen Mm-hmm. to any of their first team players so you look at when they played uh, Inverness on the Friday night Robbo was on the radio and on the TV saying aye it was brilliant we've got our young players coming through we've gone out and we've signed young players Robbie Dees for example I think will be picked up by a bigger club at some point but Inverness can look to their youth academy and go ah you know what we've got some boys who are ready to go I don't think Queen of South have got that production line I also don't think they've got that depth sitting in their squad ready to come on and step up if required. So maybe we're looking at the manager there for lack of recruitment. Maybe we're looking at the manager there for only trying to play the best living with you can only polish what you've got, as they say. Maybe it's the board's fault, like you said, for no spending the money or no giving them the money to go and strengthen where you need it. Are they being saved to an extent by how poorly Aloha and Arbroath were doing? Yeah, maybe, but I don't think you can rely on that because there have been a lot of teams who have been part-time and who have stayed in that championship. Dumbarton were a great example of it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think ever really you could look at Aloha or Arbroath and say they're going to be 
terrible and they're going to duke it out because all it takes is for one of them have a good season, you get yourself pulled into ninth, maybe not necessarily tenth, because if one of them's having a poor season, you'll take that ninth spot, but you can't rely on them both having a terrible season. Mm-hmm. So, so that's the bottom then. Moving up to the top, um, which I wasn't wanting to talk about, uh, James and Maz, you've both got hearts as winning the league, which obviously everybody would do. Um, apart from Everyone myself. apart from... Yeah. So I had Dundee, who are seventh, eight points off the top. Uh, I had them. My concern at the time, I think, about hearts was can they get through a full season without any kind of serious injuries to Naismith, Haran, Gordon, um, Michael Smith, White and Boyce. Thus far, the answer is yes. Um, Until so, January, because Muzz has got Gordon lined up for a big money move to Barca, if I recall. World-class goalkeeper. To be fair, did himself justice, I would say, in the cup final. No, no, agreed, agreed. So... Muzzy has pretty much been playing sailing for Hearts, isn't it? There's a couple of bumps, uh, struggled at Arbroath, obviously beaten from Dun- beaten by Dunfermline, who are tucked in at second. Um, and kudos to you, Muzzy, Dunfermline actually sitting in third as well. So Hearts going all right in Dunfermline, uh, pretty much as you predicted? Yeah, I'd say Hearts, um, like we said last week, motoring now, three points clear with a mm-hmm. game in hand. Yeah. Um. You 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 think that you think that's them starting to pull away already? Um. As predicted. Um. Dunfermline, you could argue, are punching just slightly above weight, slightly above expectations. Yeah. I I predicted them third, but um. To to have been kind of top and, mm-hmm. and kind of mm-hmm. so, um, come out the blocks uh, so well as they did, uh, wasn't quite expected. They've gone they've gone off kilter a wee bit, you know. Draw, lost, draw the last that few Morton games. That defeat will rankle with them, won't it? Yeah, that, that was a real kind of like... And that's a part of the reason why Morton are, are third yeah, right, yeah. right behind them now. To, to think, to, to kind of, you know, picture the two seasons they've had so far um, and think and, you know, then realise that there's only two points between them. It, it doesn't really add up mm-hmm. because we've been talking them firmly enough. There's only... We've only had positive things to say about Dunfermline, but it's almost been the opposite case for for Martin up until uh, recently. Yeah, well, even so. if you look at their league positions, what two games ago, obviously Dunfermline were, were were flying, and obviously Martin were struggling. But then, like you say, Martin go and beat Dunfermline, and they follow that up with a victory against Queen of the South. And Dunfermline, to be fair, they do fantastically the weekend, don't they? they come back from three 0 down against Dundee. Yeah, they did. And. Um, and they did it. They did it against Wraith as well. Um, mm-hmm. So they showed real kind of like that. That kind of that, that kind of um, fighting spirit and and being able to dig points out of games that you you think you're going to lose suggests to me that that, that they've got the, the the ability to kind of stay up there as well. Um, Dundee, on the other hand, who yeah, I predict, for all I had them first. You had them second, actually. Do you hold <laughs> yeah. any faith? That they're only two points off the playoffs, like. I think the expectation was they would have a right good challenge, so McPake is under pressure. But you look at it, if they had held on to that three-goal lead at the weekend, they've got two extra points. They're levelling points for the playoffs. What would stress me out, just to jump in there, sorry, is the fact that you said, oh, they're only two points off the playoffs. She's a Dundee fan. Oh, it's disappointing, yeah, yeah. Aye, good, we're eight points off first, and that's where we want to be. So two points off playoffs is not 
of of note. You shouldn't be looking at playoffs. You're looking at why are we not sending Dunfermline's position three points off first? Mm-hmm. No, and, they're no all, and, and 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 to put another spin on it, they're six points off the bottom. So closer to relegation than yeah. promotion. James is right, and and that they're they're nowhere near where they should be still. And uh, yeah, we, the, the 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 form has has turned to, for the better recently, but. That's the second weekend now that they've they've um, shot away a, a good lead um, against Inverness and then and then Dunfermline um, mm-hmm. and excuse my French but that's 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 kind of it it was a bit of a throwaway um, mm-hmm. those those two results after building solid uh, solid leads leads sorry in those two games um, Char- you know the importance of Charlie Adam was was shown on on Saturday three assists I think and one a goal and two assists yeah and then he went off I at three 0 yeah yeah exactly so you know the, they're obviously depending quite heavily on him at the moment in this since their, their change of form so there's 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 fine margins that you know they, they if they lose him for any reason to injury you mm-hmm. know where else are they going to look to 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 kind of Change their fortunes and get back up that table. No, so they're, in, they're just in. They're in just dangerous, a dangerous position. I think Dundee at the moment. So yeah, the thing that frustrates me draws into wins, you know. Yeah, the thing that frustrates me about Dundee is that there's always this clamour to get sort of the big teams back in the Premiership, and that will always get sort of thrown at them. Like, oh, we need the big derbies back. We need the big teams back up where they belong and things. But for me, just now, Dundee are just a fine Championship team. Like, mm-hmm. if you were any other championship team that had been in for a while, or if you were a team like Dumbarton that was in recently, if you look at their results and their positioning, you'd be like, aye, fine, absolutely, we'll take that. Because you're looking at a 1-0 win against Morton, then a draw with Wraith, and then a draw with Aloha, and beaten by Air United, so there's ups and downs, and aye, this is fine. They're not... Like, imagine them duking it out week in, week out in the Premiership. That team's not going to do anything. So some... Some teams, Queen of the South, for example, would be looking at that going, ah, we wish we could have that. Whereas mm-hmm. Dundee would be looking at that going, no, we need to be better. But for me, they're valued for that performance. They don't belong to be further up the table, let alone anyone saying, oh, we need the big teams back in the Premiership because they're not doing anything that merits it. No. And no. I, we all want to see the, the derbies and the big games and that. But like I say, fine championship team, but is that really going to get you anywhere? Not at all. Not in that evidence. So... Maz, I know we're going to, you've, you mentioned fine margins there and like I say, at the end of January we're going to revisit the predictions and redo them, but do you see Hearts, obviously, I can't are probably winning that league now. The bottom three, do you kind of see those three remaining and kind of duking it out? Alwa, Arbroath and Queen of the South and then the remaining six teams, if you take Hearts out, all battling playoffs? Um, yeah, I, I don't see, envisage huge changes at the bottom. They might be, they might, they might swap positions. Positional, yeah. Um, uh, you know, the the only worry is that Dundee get dragged into that. Um, if you're a Dundee fan, that is, um, they they're the only team I really see getting getting kind of pulled back into that. Morton, I don't know as well. I think they could. I don't think they're going to bother the playoffs too much. At either end. <laughs> Aye, aye. I think they'll they'll level out again. I really mm-hmm. do. Um, I'd like to I'd like to say that they'll stay up there, but um, I think Air Inverness. I think Inverness will 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 kind yeah, of um, we've not, we've not work their way back up. Two, they're going steady, aren't they? The two of them. The they're both going steady. Um, 
in Inverness, we're looking initially looking like they were going to start, um, if, if they beat start Alba, penetrating the playoff. Yeah, if they beat Alba yeah, on Saturday, they're, they're third. It's, yeah, it, it's, 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 a, it's a bad loss. They clawed back um, that draw against Dundee as well. It's a wee bit inconsistent. Um, one three drawn two, lost three. Uh, I think I think they'll be all, they'll be they'll be fine and and might work their way into the playoffs. Um, they looked good against Queen of the South, but you know where they made to look good mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because of how poor Queen of the South. So, has been so you've far. said you think Wraith will hang on. Well, I say without going into too much detail because we are going to be visiting at the end of January. You think Wraith will hang on? Obviously, you you think Dunfermline will do all right. So who do you see nudging the fourth playoff spot? Spot. Um, I think Inverness are there. I think they'll. <laughs> Edge of it, so. I think it'll be. I think it'll be Morton that'll that'll drop out of that, and it'll be kind of like. Race Rovers, Air and Inverness for, for the fourth place. And uh, James, we've spoken about January obviously being massive at Wraith and potentially mm-hmm. losing players, but in the preview episode we mentioned obviously with Dunfermline having new owners or new investment, they're one of the teams that potentially in January could look to do bits. I saw they've extended Ryan Dow's contract already, they've given him another year. So are you expecting maybe Dunfermline to kind of kick on and secure that playoff place with a wee bit of extra investment? I don't. I don't necessarily need to see them needing the investment. <clears throat> Definitely, though, for me, they'll be. Injuries, I think, at the back, especially, haven't they? Mm-hmm. And well, they'll, they'll, like I was going to say, they'll be they'll be in that playoff spot. But I think part of the problem is going to be, you know, there'll be a lot of teams perhaps looking to offload some players. Morton perhaps being one of them, if their financial woes are to be believed. But I don't know if we never really see money get chucked about. Um, like buying players. I wonder if we'll maybe see some more loans, like I mentioned in the League Two one. Um, some Premiership teams sort of just plugging for players, hoping for the best. So there'll be some folk maybe making the step down to get some game time. Um, and I wonder if there'll be some like taking over of contracts. So not necessarily buying anyone, but just you, if you're, say, a Morton, just say to them firmly, like, we'll give you this guy, you just pay his contract for mm-hmm. us. So it's just a direct movement. Cool. Um, Contract-wise, you, you utilise the loan market, all right, Mars, isn't it, with uh, Mayo and McEnroy so far? Yeah, um, I, I I think the you, you could see a bit of investment um, in January. I talked about that right the at the start of the season um, to to keep to, just to keep them up there um, to maybe the to kind of put all their eggs in one basket and really and really go for it. I don't think it's you, you would need. Huge investment to to catch Hearts, um, so quickly. But I think yeah, he's and he's been benefit benefited by players that he's um, signed previously, um, performing you know really well, like Kyle Turner. They have the um, luck of injuries. Though. I mentioned that there to James, haven't they? Especially you look at the, the defensively, but then you also look at Dow Thomas McManus. Again, they've all avoided injuries thus far. So yeah, an already, an already impressive squad. Um, you know, they they might be they might be content with things. They might be content with the fact that they're they're going to be safe playoffs um, and resign themselves to the fact that they're not going to catch Hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. in a, in a kind of climate where you need to be financially quite shrewd, they they might um, they might press the pause button on the recruitment. I don't know. So I think yeah, you can get yourself that almost new new player bump if you extend folks' contracts and you give them that security themselves. I think the players will want to be financially settled. So if you're looking at extending some people and saying, I we can push for promotion, 
maybe not if if not this year, then maybe next year. And you get that, you get that, not necessarily a new new player feeling, but by extending folk, you get that mm-hmm. sort of continuity you're looking for. And if you can keep everyone fit, uh, no, and again, definitely. there's no real evidence to suggest that they shouldn't be able to because their training and performance needs to seem to be sort of um, resembling that approach anyway. So, yeah, I'm maybe not convinced they'll start buying anyone, but I think they'll they'll be looking for the right the right player and they'll know they'll know rush into things because everyone's going everyone's going gravy just now. No, I agree, I agree with you. So I think I'll need to revisit my Dundee to finish top prediction uh, when we come to do it come the end of January. Um, I still think they might sneak into the playoffs so um No for me. Well so like I say what we'll do is we'll revisit that at the end of January as well as other predict and, and redo the predictions based on if we think the January transfer window is going to have a negative or positive impact on the teams. We'll be back next week to preview the uh, card and fixtures for the 2nd of January but uh, thanks very much to everybody who watched. Like I say, Journeyman Spots of the Week's questions and also your guys' predictions. It's really good to hear that as well. And also what your team would look to do in January. If you could kind of strengthen one position, what would it be? And any maybe realistic targets or anything like that, please let us know. Like I say, in the YouTube comments, Pat and Bovril or on Twitter by searching at Turnstiles there. Um, hopefully you had a, a great Christmas and continue to enjoy the festive period as much as, as you can. But uh, thanks very much for watching. Um, we'll see you again soon. Cheers.